0: Welcome to Generation Tech. I'm Todd Brinker, and here I am, another week older, as is my dad, my partner in podcasting. How are you doing today?
1: I'm doing okay, Todd. I'm Happy just, Monday.
0: Uh, yeah. Snuck yeah. up on us.
1: <laughs> yep it snuck certainly snuck up on me <laughs> as unprepared as ever well oh, you know anyway
0: you uh you actually you know you say that but you're usually the one who does the uh a lot of the show prep for us and yeah i uh, do
1: i'm a, i'm right on top of it because i kind of keep track of days but
0: yeah lately i i
1: have even lost track of days this is i guess a an aging thing, I don't know.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I, I, think I blame it's just everything phases. on age anymore. Yeah, I was going to say, I think that's just convenient excuse. Um, yeah. You know, I think we all kind of go through that at different times, you know. Uh, yep. I know I have phases where it's like I'm on top of it, and I'm more on a daily schedule doing things, and then other times, you know, days all just kind of run together. So it's like, well, you know, it, yep. it, it is what it is.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, we got gonna. Talk about some kind of new and interesting things, and you you chose a good topic because uh, we're t- going to talk first about a a foldable phone, which I've waited for Apple to do this forever, and finally gave up and just bought a, another dang flat phone, <laughs> which I which I've been telling everybody is my last phone.
0: <laughs> yeah, because
1: I don't, you know, I hate to spend a lot of money on a phone just for I could just i was really seriously considering just going buying a a phone only forget the smart crap except that i really like my navigation system which meant that i was going to have to take my ipad if i wanted a navigator and that's a bit bit big that's because i got the pro
0: yeah you've got the large pro too the 12.9 inch so that's not exactly petite to find a place to set it in your phone in your car yeah the um you know, in fact, you know, you went and got the iPhone 13 Mini because they didn't have an iPhone 14 Mini; they dropped it from the lineup. But you wanted something small because, like you said, you don't use the screen very much. But you know, it's yeah. funny; a lot of different people have reasons for wanting their phone, and very few of them are for making phone calls these days. You know, I mean, yeah. <laughs> some people want the uh, new phone because they want the you know they want a better camera. You know, some people want, uh, you know, a bigger screen so they can see things better or like they like texting better, you know, and they want a bigger keyboard or something like that, you know, or or like you said, you wanted, you didn't use the phone much for phone stuff, but you wanted something small. You didn't want something clunky in your pocket and you wanted to be able to use it for navigation in the car.
1: Well, well, my old, old my old phone was falling off the cliff in terms of in terms of upgrading to anything. And it looked to me like that the upgrade to the next version of the OS is a big deal. Yeah. So I'm still waiting on that, uh, I guess, next month, huh?
0: Yeah. Uh, we're supposed to get it. You know, I mean, the rumors have it, and we'll talk about it, I think, somewhere in here. We've got it. The, their September event is theoretically going to happen, like, on the 12th, is what I think yes. Mark Berman and a few others have, have said. So we'll see. Yep. You would think that if that was the case, that probably, like, this week or early next week, people who are going to get invited will be told. Because usually they, you know, they they it's a recorded event, but they still invite people from the press because after they play the movie that they all watch. Uh, well, well they the we they'll get hands they're on.
1: All, yeah, there are always going to be movies from now on. I mean, yeah, because no, I think so. To do things, and if you if you have a, a mistake, you can fix yeah, you it, just you know?
0: exactly you just fix it in post production or take two. Who, you know, and who that, wants to see
1: live when you don't have to?
0: Right. Yeah, especially if you know we're we're talking about you know software engineers and managers and these people are not professional speakers. I mean they do a heck of a job, but but yeah. you know why put them under that much pressure when they don't have to be? So right. I think it makes a lot of sense to do it that way. But I understand them still having a physical event for the press because if you're selling, you know, if you if what you're promoting is new things, people want to put their hands on things. You know, they want to see them and hold them in their hand and you know yeah. see what it looks well, like. What's... And, well, so. what's
1: cool about this article, which is really talking about a Google Pixel uh, yeah. fold, uh, is that they have all the Apple icons on it, so it looks like an Apple phone.
0: <laughs> yeah, fold. yeah, they set it up to, to you know, it's a CNET article, and they uh, they're saying, well, why hasn't Apple gone down this road yet? And, you know, I think Apple will at some point, but I think it still remains to be seen, you know, what is the durability and longevity of a device where the screen folds, you know? Um, yeah. I don't know anybody who, I, well enough to, to, who have, has one well enough to say, you know, how long have you had it? How's it look? But I've seen some pictures of them and they, the, the fold starts to look like a crease. It doesn't look perfect. And I'm not sure Apple yeah. will accept a not perfect, you know?
1: Yeah. I, I think they're more Apple, more Apple is more likely if they want, if you want it to have a, a smaller, uh, folded or un- I don't know how to say what I want to say a smaller device uh, yeah, just a smaller device that they'll use a scroll concept and it'll just roll out of something you know it yeah. won't be an foldable part of it, you just pull up what you want to
0: use yeah i it remains to be seen what is the best way to to compact a device that will you know give you a screen that's larger than the physical device is you know in it in its unfolded or unrolled yeah mode right they you know it's i think there's still it room is. for that to uh to develop and that's probably why apple hasn't gotten into it because they're probably looking at all those options you know and they're not often leaders in that sense you know
1: right yeah
0: they they tend to be more their their leadership is more in like interactions with their devices not the physical you know shapes and stuff they go with you know longevity and and what they consider elegance and beauty uh but they're not necessarily cutting edge on on you know like hey we can you know print screens on any surface now so what do we want to do let's print them (laughs) on a foldable piece of plastic um you know and they you know they were also kind of anti-plastic screens to begin with i mean apple you know was the first phone manufacturer of any note that really insisted that all of their phones had glass screens in them, you know, and some of those early, early versions of Gorilla Glass weren't as, weren't really up to the task, you know, (laughs) There was a lot of broken screens over the years. Um, although that really hasn't been a thing in the last few years, the glass has gotten so good that, you know, I say that, and I, I know lots of people who still have, you know, I, I coach high school kids and, uh, I I see a lot of them with, you know, a shattered corner or something where it dropped. Um, Yeah. But but it seems to be a much better thing than it used to be for the most part. Yeah,
1: and, you know, I look at the foldable phone sitting here, and I'm saying that doesn't look even very usable, Mm -hmm. you know, because uh, they've got it sitting on a table. Well, you couldn't push one of the buttons on the part that's sticking up in the air. The whole thing's going to flip over. Well, if you see
0: the, uh, the Samsung Fold commercials they show them sitting like that on a surface so then they're using them to take selfies and stuff so you know it's yeah and i can understand for the for the group of people whose phones primary purpose is to you know snap selfies and snap pictures of where i am saying look at what i'm doing and look at how wonderful my life is type of you know and and that's a very pop- popular genre and lots and lots of of uh, yep. people pay attention to that Um, then a fold phone might make sense because you don't have to have any kind of mount for it to hold it upright, right? You can literally set it down on a surface, fold it in half, and have the camera pointing at you. So I can see the appeal of it in that sense. Um, It's not something that I care about at all. And the idea of a phone that folds in half but now is twice as thick is appalling to me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And in fact, (laughs) that also means it's now twice as heavy because it's twice as thick, you know? Um, I I know one of the administrators at the school that I teach at has one of the ones that opens like a book and I've seen him out using it and it's got a pencil and he, you know, uses that to kind of write on the screen and stuff. And I'm looking at it going, "Eh, I don't want that. I don't want that at all. Um, you know, but in certain circles, that's very much a status thing now because those are very expensive phones. You know, the ones that open like a book are close to two thousand dollars. Although I imagine yeah. with discounts, they're you know less. And well, and, and these fold phones are all right around a thousand dollars.
1: Well, well, you know, when when they originally used the word flip phone, the phone was about half as big as this folded. Right, kind it was of a, a cover smartphone. that flipped
0: over on some of them. And, I mean, there yeah, was, was a couple little, different designs, but yeah.
1: And, that and that made sense as a flip phone because you're not going to push any buttons on on the part that right. flips up anyway. Yeah, the part that you flipped
0: know? up was just something to extend up to your ear.
1: Earpiece. Ear that was yeah. all. You know.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I I see the uniqueness of it. It's something that's different than what we've had here. It says this Google Pixel starts at seventeen ninety nine. It's like I can't imagine spending seventeen yeah. ninety nine for for a phone that does nothing more than the other phones. You know, even if I were buying a Google Pixel phone, I couldn't. I I can't see myself saying, "Why would I want one that folds in half for that price?" Oh yeah, you know. Like I said, Uh, I I, I can see there is a market that that might have an appeal to, and from what I can see, the way the commercials are being staged for the um, for the Samsung Fold, that's the target audience. You know, they're they're younger people who 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 very much would be doing a lot of selfies and stuff, you know? And, you yep. know, I occasionally take a selfie when I'm somewhere, you know? My brother and I went to a preseason uh, football game and watched the Rams get beat up and uh, here in L.A. And, uh, you know, we took the opportunity to stand at the front of where our, our section of the stands and get a selfie with the field behind us and the big uh, scoreboard. And, uh, you know, and I was like, okay, fine. We shared that with family. I mean, he may have put it out on, on uh, social media. I didn't, but, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. It's, yep. it's it's nice to, it's a nice way to sort of mark, hey, you know, here's something that I did. And, and, you know, have a memory of being there. And if you do this selfie right, you know, you get the background of wherever you're at, you know. So, yep. You know, but then there's no. also been those people who have, you know, tumbled off the edge in the Grand Canyon because they wanted to get more of the canyon in their selfie and backed up and weren't watching where they were going. So, um, <laughs> you know,
1: <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I laugh, but can you imagine the horror? I know. I mean, you know, the last Grand few canyon. seconds
0: of your life are like, well, that was stupid uh, yeah. or more likely. What? What's happening? Why? am, why am I? <laughs> That's probably more <laughs> of <it>, a <laughs> sheer terror. Yeah. Um, you know. There, there are those that say that's that's uh, you know culling the herd, a little bit. But yeah, <laughs> you know. But again, it's not it's not like it, it's it's ironic and funny, but it's it, the reality of it isn't obviously. But you know. Yeah.
1: Well, if they can't uh, can't get the price down, and and do these kinds of weird things, it seems like it's certainly yeah. not justified. I, I don't yeah. understand quite why Google would would put something like this out there.
0: Yeah. Well, and, and the reality, I think, is from, from the perspective, you know, if they're begging the question of the article is why hasn't Apple done it? Again, I don't think Apple sees these as durable enough, quality enough screens for them to use. Um, or, or
1: not marketable enough even. But,
0: but I think that, that kind of if penny? Apple thought that they could get one, that, if they could make one that they thought was going to be you know, durable enough and, and, and you know, high enough image quality and, and feel and they could charge an extra, you know, 50% cost premium they'd do it in a heartbeat.
1: You know, it seems to me that the phone t- in today, if you wanted to just build a mini kind of a phone, man, you could build it in the smallest device possible. It's almost an accessory to the to the smart uh, camera or whatever you want to call yeah, it about so uh, the phone. to
0: where the watch can do all the stuff you needed to do as a phone, right? right?
1: That that would be a better place to have the phone, wouldn't it?
0: Yeah. When you well, and they've it. got watches that have the phone built in.
1: That's right. That's the best phone you could get. Don't buy a phone at all. Why didn't I think of this? And it's before I got another phone, <laughs> is to just just let, just to use my watch. Although for that, for me, who's hard of hearing, and my uh, hearing aids don't connect to that. Yeah, But they do connect to the phone.
0: Yeah, I I think they're heading that way. I don't think that the the watch is capable of being a standalone replacement. In fact, Apple requires that you have a phone to set up your watch. So you can't just buy a watch and not have a phone to set it up. Yeah, that's right. Yeah so although they They did come up with a way for like parents to set up a watch for kids because that sort of became a thing where uh, a lot of parents were were buying the just the watch for younger kids because they didn't want them to have a phone yet and yet they wanted Mm -hmm. the kid to be able to in an emergency you know hit a number and and get a hold of their parents and the watch also allows parents to see where the kids are you know if they're on their account they can track them and so um, yeah you know, but yep uh the
1: the other issue is would my phone would my watch connect to my carplay probably
0: not you know um yeah probably not in fact i I know at this point it doesn't um, because see that's
1: that's where I really want my uh my, yeah. my carplay or Maps.
0: yeah phone. and ter- the re- realistically the only reason that it, it it wouldn't at this point would be battery life because there's uh you know it has its own GPS in the watch yep. And it's got enough computing power. Um, it may not have enough, you know. I mean, this the storage. You know, it's not like storing a lot of maps on it generally, anyway. It's pulling the map data off of wife y- or off of cellular. Um, but they would have. Well, I, you know, I, I
1: could. I could take my watch charger and put it on that that's you know, where i was not, going i, is I think they would have I wouldn't to have it on my wrist i'd have to take it off of that
0: exactly they would have to come up with some method of saying okay take your watch off and put it on a charger in the car in order for carplay to work uh because otherwise it would just kill the battery so yeah 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 well talking about killing batteries i just went through something with my phone the last like two or three weeks I have noticed that like nine or 10 o'clock in the morning, my phone battery having been on the charger all night and being a hundred percent when I get up has dropped down into the thirties at times. And I've had the interface that where, where all the icons are, it's called Springboard. I've had Springboard just reboot on me randomly. And I've had built in apps from Apple, like the camera and the calendar. I launched them and then they just shut down and I'm back at Springboard multiple times. Oh. It's I'll gotten... bet
1: you your I'll bet your battery is getting to be uh, flaky.
0: Well, you know, I went and looked at it and in it, my battery said, you know, if you look at the battery uh you can go to the battery app or the battery screen built into um uh, yeah. the system and it said that my battery when uh when fully charged will now hold 87% of a charge, which is significantly lower i think we talked about this a couple weeks ago or maybe even yep. just last week you know i had a uh an iphone 11 pro that i bumped down to one of my daughters and before i gave her the iphone 11 pro and got the new iphone 14 my o- iphone 11 pro which at that point was four years old got still had uh-huh. 90% maximum capacity and this one's down to 87 so something was screwy for sure yeah the battery is not holding a charge like it used to i actually went in yesterday and went into settings in general and i did a reset and it wiped out all of my uh all of my apps and all my data was still there but it reset all of my uh wireless and radios and everything uh all of my security data all of my you know the credit cards that i had set up to do uh, apple pay with all that was wiped out of the phone so i had to go back and reset all that stuff up but since then uh i did it yesterday It since then knock on wood it's been fine so hopefully it will uh continue and that solved the problem but yeah, yeah, it was to the point where I was going to have to call Apple. This stinks because I'm on the Apple upgrade program. So I expect to get an iPhone fifteen when they're <clears> available <throat> in the next couple of weeks. But I was like, I can't wait. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go take this to Apple and see if I can get it fixed because I it's it's unusable as it is. So uh, But I've got yeah. Apple care on it, so you know, fine. If I have to I, take it in, I have to take it in. Even if I'm gonna replace I, it in three weeks.
1: I, I noticed that the last paragraph Paragraph in this story here is that uh, a quote from Ming 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 Chi Ku, who yeah. everybody relies on, except that he sent this tweet on uh, as uh, possibly as an April Fool's joke because it came to him that the tweet was April the first. Uh, but but it, but it said Apple will likely launch a a foldable iPhone with an eight-inch QHD plus flexible OLED screen in 2023, and then he revised it to might be 25. <laughs> but it came on April first, so just forget about it. Yeah,
0: I wonder if in Asia that's a thing. You know, like in China, do they know that that we do that on April first? I think you know? so. They, uh, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I just anyway. don't know. I don't know culturally whether that's a thing. But, but uh, he, he, it's it's funny that he picked that day to say that, right?
1: Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> So to an American that says, well, why did I read this whole page? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You go like,
0: eh heh. So, yeah. yeah, you know, I mean, like everything else, if Apple thinks that it's something that will, you know, give them a way to make another few bucks, then they'll do it. But it's... Yeah. Uh, um, ironically, because they've gotten so big, I think that also limits them um, in terms of, uh, you know like niche markets, right? Like if they don't think there's a big enough market for a fold phone, they're going to say we're not going to go into that market because there's a lot of money to tool up and expense to to build that phone okay. if sure. it's, you know, when when it's we, we, you know, they have to it do makes like small business just no business. Sense. Just right, makes no business sense. right, you know, we'll we'll just leave that to a small niche manufacturer of android phones and not worry about it. Now that said, Samsung and Google are not exactly small niche manufacturers, so um that
1: that that's true. Uh, but but they just may have different criteria for doing it too. Sure. You know?
0: Yeah. So I don't know, we'll see what uh what comes of it and how it all shakes out. But um you know, I don't know that I'm interested in I'm not I'm not the target market for these phones because I don't I don't like the idea of a phone that is half as tall but twice as thick. You know what I mean? It just not that I, yeah. I I'm also not a fan of like keep making everything thinner and thinner and thinner. At this point, I think the phones are thin enough, but I would very much like them to be lighter. And so yeah. I'm, I'm intrigued with the idea that the iPhone 15s, the the Pro Series, instead of having stainless steel frames, will have titanium because that would significantly lighten the load. Uh, yeah, you
1: want to move, move on to the next story for that reason? Sure. Start covering a lot of the things that their speculation is going on yeah.
0: about. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: so. 20-plus upgrades and changes to expect, so that's a, quite a few things to talk yeah, about Yeah, there's,
0: there's a fair number of stuff. Now, you know, the, um, they're, they're talking about the, some, some differences between the i15 and the i14, and, of course, the new phone will be the best iPhone Apple has ever made. It will have a faster processor. Yeah, it'll have a a faster processor because they will, uh, theoretically, it's going to be the processor built on the three nanometer uh, die. Right. So it should be faster and run cooler and get better battery life. Um, They're making the screen slightly larger and getting rid of even more of the borders around the edge. So it'll be a little bit bigger in the same physical size. Theoretically, it's going to be much lighter because it's going to be titanium instead of uh, at, at least
1: for the pros.
0: Yeah, at least. For, oh, I, I expect that's only for the pros. But then the yeah. non-pros have been aluminum, so they've been lighter already. You know, that's that's part of the. It's like part of. I, I understand that they look at the stainless steel and say that's the luxury, you know, metal as opposed to the aluminum, right. which is yeah. their disc. It's the same thing with their watches, right? But in both cases, right. I prefer the 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 aluminum bodies because they're lighter. So yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, that's that's much more important. The weight is more important than the looks. I mean, uh, the shine or whatever, right.
0: the sheen see. or whatever it is that you know, whatever they they're perceiving is the reason that that's the prestige, uh, you know, material as opposed to the non-prestige material. Uh, for me, it's it's a weight thing. I think I've talked about mm-hmm. my the iPhone five experience and how light that phone was. You know, being a larger phone than the iPhone four. And, yeah, it was thinner, yep. but it was physically larger at a bigger screen, but it was so light, I thought that it was a mock-up phone in the store.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah.
0: So, you know, they're talking about some new colors for the phones, which, I don't know, that, that happens every year. I mean, I suppose that cares, yeah. some people care about it, but.
1: Yeah, and, and not only that, they're making a, a deal like, oh, here's a change, color-matched color cables. Uh,
0: yeah, I like, you know, care. Like, like, like yeah. Like, In in fact, very often historically, the cables and anything that came with the phone, I just left in the box with the phone and I used the other stuff. And and then if I ever wanted to sell the phone, I could literally put it back in the same box and it had all the, all the original connectors and cables and even headphones in in a lot of cases back in the day.
1: Yeah. And by the way, you know, I always kept the old boxes that with that kind of stuff left in it Yeah, and, uh, uh. We had a garage cleaning a while back, and I uh, got the the box of boxes got thrown away. And I says, you got to be kidding. You know, if a cable <laughs> breaks, where are you going to go get a new one? If yeah. it's in one of those boxes that you threw away, Yeah, you, know, you can go, you can go buy it. Although, realistically, 30-
0: I mean, it, it, you and I both know that, I mean, if we really wanted to keep those as backup cables, we should have taken them all out of the box and stuck them in, least, in one yeah. box where all the cables were, <laughs> you know. But I, I uh, did the no. same thing. I've got it, I've got, you know, sitting in a garage, I've got, you know, a bunch of Apple boxes that have cables and connectors and, you know, Yeah. probably yeah. even some of the older ones still have the little, um, you know, USB wall chargers. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, uh, and so I go, like, eh. Now, they did say that this, these will be USB C cables on both ends instead of lightning at that's, one end. So uh, that's right. The so 15 you, is that... supposed to finally go away from lightning. And go to USB-C, uh, you know, and I think anybody who has modern Apple stuff, you know, you, you've seen the writing on the wall. I mean, it's, yeah. it's slowly Lightning has become the, or the Lightning USB-C rather, I guess, is the, uh, has become the, uh, the standard charging. It's been that way on the laptops for a while. They did go back to MagSafe on the laptops as a default, but you can still use USB-C to charge a laptop. If you, you know, in a pinch, if you need to, because you can find USB C all over the place, right? Um, yep. The uh remote for the Apple TV, the newest ones are USB C, um. The apparently some of the new keyboards are USB-C, but the peripherals, the mouse and the and the touchpad and stuff are not. But I can't see those not getting upgraded the next time. You know, when they sell out of the current stock, they won't even make an announcement about it. It's just the new ones will start shipping with USB-C plugs on them. Uh, Yeah. You know, uh, iPads, all the the pro models have all had USB-C for quite a few years now. Uh, And I think the most recent version of the standard one has finally gone to C as well. I think I'm not actually certain of that, um, but uh, yeah, you know, uh, you, I, you it's, know what? it's clearly the way the, the way the future is going to be, right?
1: Yep, yep. Well, the other thing is, is that I have a new TV that has a an Apple TV built into it, and I'm wondering if the iOS 17 or iotv, IO I guess they call it 17, will actually upgrade onto my TV.
0: Okay. I want to correct you. You do not have an Apple TV inside your television. You have Apple TV Plus app running inside your television. That's different.
1: TV Plus app?
0: Apple TV Plus is just a piece of software. It's an app, and that's what you have running on your television set. Okay, you're probably right. The Apple TV is a physical device, and that is something different.
1: Oh, you're right. Okay. I didn't use the right terminology.
0: Right. And that's I just wanted to clarify because the the um the But the app will be
1: upgraded probably. Huh? Oh
0: I assume that the app will be upgraded to whatever the latest version is to match that version of operating system. So when they come out with the new Apple TV OS, right? Uh yeah. that will upgrade the Apple TV app. And and they upgrade that app because that app exists on your iPad and your iPhone. And I th- it's even on your, um, uh, on your Mac. So it's going to get upgraded to all those places when you get to the latest version. Now, I would bet that the one that goes to your um, uh, TV, the app on your TV, will probably not mm-hmm. get upgraded as quickly as the one that has, uh, that's built into all the Apple hardware. Apple will upgrade their hardware immediately when the software is available but oh, they'll, yeah. they'll push it out to, you know, I don't know, you know like how much they control the app that sits on the, on, in your case, the LG um, TV, TV, right? Yeah. yeah. So is that a, um, uh, you know, is that something Apple could push out an upgrade to, or do they have to send it to LG and then let LG send it out whenever LG's ready?
1: It's hard to say.
0: Yeah. You know, hard I just don't say. know how that works and what the agreement is between those companies. I know that if Apple had their way, they would negotiate and say, when we send it out, we get it. By the way, I just double-checked, and the latest uh, standard iPad, the iPad 10, does have USB-C as its charging port as well. So it's no longer just the pros. However, Apple does still sell the iPad 9, which uses Lightning. So they sell the 9 and the 10 both at the same time.
1: I haven't had a regular. Well, your mom has a regular iPad, right? Uh, but it's it's getting old, I think.
0: Yeah. It, yeah. I a couple years ago, or I guess. Yeah, it was two years ago. I upgraded my wife to the iPad nine because uh, hers was really old and getting a little flaky. And
1: uh, hers, hers is called. Uh, what, what do they have it for education? That they they came out the, the low ends model i think it's just called the ipad no they had another name with it oh well i'll think of it yeah um hmm. when i bought the computers for for all the grandkids they were a particular
0: uh,
1: computer that was the oh air it, it,
0: air that's okay a, that's she has an ipad air
1: uh her the air, right, air.
0: Yep. okay but hers is is a pretty old iPad Air, right? Because it looks just like the regular iPad, as opposed to like the the Airs, the the most recent Airs, even a couple of years back, were the squared off, flat edges, just like the Pros.
1: Oh, is that right? I, I haven't noticed. I, no, hers is uh, uh, tapered.
0: Right. Yeah, like yeah. the current iPad Air looks just like the small iPad Pro. Oh, okay. Um. Uh, yeah, I, th- in fact, the current one is the iPad Air Series 5, and I've got a Series 4 that looks the same, but it has the last of the A chips before the Air went to the M chips, just like the uh, uh, Pros.
1: Yeah, her, hers has been kind of flaky lately. It was, every once in a while, she'll hand it to me and say, fix this, this is stuck,
0: yeah. you know? Well, she might be due yes. for a new one. And I suspect even we if see. she just got the basic, you know, $320 iPad she would find it like much more stable and faster and the screen's actually even a little bigger. So yeah. yeah. Although honestly if I were to get one today I would get the, I would spend the money and get the iPad 10 not the iPad 9 that has the newer form factor and uh and uses USB-C to charge and everything it's like you know they're slowly phasing out lightning so you might as well just get rid of it.
1: Yep, time to move up.
0: Yep. Yep.
1: They just want to take more of my money. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ain't that the way of it? Uh, yeah. yeah. So... so that's, that's how they keep things going.
1: Anyway, I, uh, this, uh, they're showing a screen down here That's they're saying some of this stuff has been out there a long time. Five current generation Apple products and accessories that have not been upgraded in several years. USB SuperDrive. I guess that's my. Is that the uh, CD th- reader that I have? Is that what that's called? Probably. Super drive?
0: Yeah. Yeah, you're right. And that. Yeah. So if you need a, if you need a an external uh, uh,
1: adapter I have drive, have adapter. Uh, you
0: know, if you need a CD reader or DVD reader on your uh, on your Mac, that's the way to do it is through the SuperDrive. And I, yeah, I can't imagine they've upgraded that in a long time.
1: So. Yeah, I had to. And I had to use this adapter in order to use it too, because it mm-hmm. my computer just has the USB three kind of cable, yeah, USB C
0: cable instead of a USB A cable. USB A, yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. I, I imagine they'll probably come out with a new version of one of those two. But I imagine that that's probably such a low volume product for them these days that yeah. that you know if uh, if they sell out of stock when they make new ones, they'll say okay, let's put this connector on it. But, you know, yeah. that, that can't be something that's in regular production all the time, because I can't imagine that they sell very many anymore.
1: No, but, but people have that have CDs or DVDs, they, they never go away, you know. Right, so, and
0: well, there are people who have processes that they use those as, uh, you know, a backup means, and so they're writing, you know, yeah. new, new DVD-Rs all the time or CD-Rs. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, I, I think the use case is, is less and less than these days, but it's, you know, it still exists, so... Yeah, you know, and like I said, the current uh, Magic Mouse and Magic Trackpad are still lightning, but those, you know, as the as the stock of those gets sold out, I'm sure they will, you know, come out. They'll just, you know, slipstream that in as a new one without actually ever um, making an announcement. It's like, hey, we just made the same device with a new plug. Um, yep. You know, it, if they do put out a, a, a news... Um, alert on it or anything or you know it'll be something along the lines of you know to make our uh our trackpads you know to maintain our lead as the best manufacturer of trackpads (laughs) (laughs) something like that you know the marketing guys will will put their spin on it and it'll be it'll be you know pat ourselves on the back for making the best stuff ever even better (laughs) yeah they'll they'll come up with some marketing jargon yeah now, it's funny because I know some people just love the mouse, the a- Apple's Magic Mouse, and others just hate it, you know. In fact, I've heard it very derisively be call- been called the Sushi Mouse because it looks like a piece of sushi, the white plastic across the top and then yeah. the under, you know. Um, I found it okay, but it's I, I really like the uh, – I have a Logitech MX Master 3 that is just a great form-fitting mouse that just – I just love it. And so that's that's hands down my go-to mouse. But I do have, That's I'm right-handed, so that's on the right side of my keyboard. On the left side of my keyboard, I have my touchpad. And it's yeah. funny because I have learned to use my left hand on that touchpad. At certain times, it's nice. You know, the, the touchpad has a different feel, but it, it also has a place. And so I have one on one side and one on the other and use them both.
1: Yep. So let's um, see.
0: So uh, Mark Gurman is saying that when the iPads come out uh, <clears throat> next, that they're going to redesign the Magic Keyboard completely. Which a bunch of people who have Magic Keyboards and thought, "Hey, I can just buy a new iPad and stick it on here," are going, "Crap! I'm going to have to spend <laughs> another three hundred dollars for a keyboard." <laughs> yeah, that's typical
1: Apple. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> coming back to the well. Uh, time
1: for it. You know. People ready to spend more money, let's, let's do it.
0: Yeah, well, and I'm sure there's a, you know, they will explain why. And so then it's up to us to say, well, do we care, right?
1: Yep. It's magic.
0: That's why. Yeah. All right. Well, I just spilled a bunch of drink all over my oh, uh, uh, television remote here and a little bit on my scanner but it is diet soft drink so there's no sugar it's not going to get sticky but liquids no. and electronics are not usually things that go together well no no but i so think at I, le- I
1: at least i'll know what i'll know what happened if you go quiet yeah yeah you hear this <laughs> sound
0: and then i'm gone no That's i think it. i got most of it there's a little bit here on the floor and stuff but so yeah. pardon my taking a moment out to clean up my mess that I just knocked over.
1: Yeah, we, we, mom and I sit with drinks on a, on a sofa that with has a handle uh, or a place to set a drink and, and then our dog comes and sits in our lap, and then she'll wag her tail and knock something over. Knock it over, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, you've got a pretty so, small dog. I, I, I remember yeah. when I, I used to, I mean, he's, he's long gone now, but I had a great um, black lab named Nick, and he stood just tall enough that his tail would clean off the coffee table. And so we got yeah. to the point where we couldn't put anything on a coffee table because he'd walk over, look at us, and want some attention, and the tail would go wag wags, knocking the things would go flying. Yeah. And of course he was completely clueless to it. He had no idea. You know, he was just just wanting some loving. Yeah. All right, well. So my biggest anyway. concern is that the spill went right on top of the remote. Everything else seems fine, but the remote may or may not be. <laughs> oh well. Well Seems over the wear. We'll see. I think I'll just leave it alone for a while and let it dry. Okay, now so we, now we
1: get to a topic I'm more interested in here. The cases, because I don't have a case yet for my
0: right. for my
1: phone. And it uh, looks like they've got a new texture.
0: Yeah, this is the thing that the, the rumor is, is that Apple's going to drop the, their, their premium leather cases for iPhones and they will have some new premium alternative leather like case. Um, and if this picture looks right, it looks like they're almost doing something like an Alcantara, you know, vegan based material, meaning plastic. Um, but that they're going to give it the feel and texture, uh, it's going to be slightly different. It's not going to be like smooth leather. And if it is indeed that sort of suede-type feel, I want nothing to mm-hmm. do with it. I don't, that'll stick in your pocket. It won't slide in and out easily. And then it'll as, as your oils from your skin get in, built into it, it's going to pack down and get slick in some spots and be rough in other spots. It just Well, I it thought sounds the horrible. reason for
1: going to it is that it won't absorb the oils.
0: You know? Oh, I doubt it. And, and I think the reason for going to for, to it is because, you know, cows are bad if you're... If when you're, you're going, Todd, you know? I don't hear you. What? You can't hear me?
1: Yeah, I, you're, you're in and out.
0: Oh, uh, well, I'm staying in. I don't know why I'm sometimes out on your end. <laughs> oh, well. So
1: you you're solid now but for some reason oh there, it, i got a
0: notification out. that we had a poor connection on skype so skype wagged out on us there for a minute
1: oh okay yeah I must so be
0: yeah i um i i am not enthusiastic about this and i'm you know i i'm also not you know i'm a meat eater i don't have a problem with using leather and having leather things i understand there are people who love animals and think it's horrible and horrific and terrible i'm just not one of them and so i like the leather case it's my favorite case i've used it on my apple phones for a long time and mm-hmm. it well i bothers like them me that they're taking that away giving me something that i'm probably going to like much less and i probably won't buy it i will find somebody else who can sell me a leather case that i like
1: yeah, I like the feel of the leather, last leather case that I had, which was until just recently. Uh, but uh, the uh, I didn't like the appearance of it, where all of the oils had soaked in, so the leather had a. I thought it was getting ugly. Yeah. You know.
0: Well, I think the, that the patina of used uh, used leather devices I kind of like. You know, well, as they the age. Part. But you're right; at some point, they just get gunky. You yeah, know, mine, gross. mine was
1: just getting too old and. You know, so maybe that's just a lifetime for a leather case.
0: Yeah, I, I think anything that's going to be in your hand, whether it be leather or, you know, I mean, I guess silicone, you can take off the phone and wash it, right? But, you know, it's it's going to get gunky. Your hand, hands have a lot of grease and they touch a lot of stuff and it's just, it's going to be... That you know way.
1: it's it, it's it's like uh, your mom and I were in a restaurant the other day and and she noticed that the booth that which she was in it was, she likes booths and I like chairs so we were in a half booth she was yeah. in the booth and I was in a chair
0: we do that but too it, I, I don't like but, booths but
1: but but the booth was filthy and in fact it was one of these where the wood part was turning black from people's dirty hands being over the Thing. And I said, well, gee, it's not just down where she was looking that there was filth. It was all over. I started right. to notice this, and it was, it got the look that, like, like I was saying, this phone cover had after it got really old, it from dirty hands or something, and and you don't like a dirty look. And right. I was, we were both discussing how this restaurant probably needed a real redo. From from a cleanliness perspective, mm-hmm. and we might not come back there,
0: you know. And it's funny too because you know it's sometimes it's the material that they've built with, yeah. you know, and the wood can get worn down. And yet, I have been in places where, like the, um, I'm blanking on the name of it. They're not; it's no longer there. But the the old German bar that was in downtown uh, Boston. Um, but you know those hand carved oh, tables nice. and that hand carved bar. Right, we're from the 1800s, yeah, and they didn't look gunky right. and dirty and awful. They looked, you know, solid and and clean. And so, you know, I don't know whether it's how they're taking. I think it's probably how they're taken care of. It's like is somebody actually going in there and cleaning that stuff and making sure it looks good, you know? Yeah, that's probably it as much. So I, I'm with you. I don't know that I would go back to that restaurant. They don't seem to have standards that match my needs. Well, the sad, <laughs> the
1: sad thing, the sad thing about it is, is it's a, it's a Bob Evans from Ohio. Uh-huh. And,
0: and I kind of, uh, they always
1: have good food. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah. no and, I, when I lived in Pittsburgh, uh, we went to Bob Evans on occasion and I liked Bob Evans.
1: You know, I, it's just must be the local one and the management just hasn't maintained it, you know? Yeah. Come this way. I
0: wonder if those are franchised.
1: Oh, I'm sure they are.
0: Yeah. So the yeah. local franchisee is just not taking care of the.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it, they do a lot, a lot of they do a lot of group business. They're, I've gone up there with the men's groups uh-huh. more than one men's groups, and it's just a, a good place because they the, the one thing that they've managed to do that most restaurants or a lot of restaurants don't have is to maintain their employees. They must have a good plan yeah. because their employees stick with them, and uh, to some businesses I. I'm not going back to because they're going out of business there. They can't maintain employees. So right. there's never enough there to take more than one car order. Then they have to go to prepare it. And if anybody's in line behind you, they're going to wait forever.
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so.
1: Uh, no, they, I know
0: what you mean there. the it, It's, it, it, it's yeah. a buyer's market if you're looking for jobs these days in a lot of cases. Oh, oh yeah. And so, you know, you, you shop and say, well, which, which which uh, employer is going to give me the best deal and make me feel like I'm wanted, you know, and I don't blame it. I don't blame workers. You know, if if you've got that, that leverage, then use it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You know,
1: but, but fast food is meant to be fast. And if it isn't fast, you know, why, why get into a line? Because it's hard to get out of some of these lines.
0: Oh, intentionally.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Once you're
0: in line, man, you're locked in. Yeah, no, sure. I have literally, you know, I've got a four-wheel drive truck, and I have sat there thinking, I could make it over that bush, you know, <laughs> to get out this line. <laughs> they planted shrubs to block me, but I'll show them. Um, yeah. And I have seriously considered it at times because it, it just seems to be dragging on and on and on. Um, yeah. But uh, i got to <laughs> say, most of the places around here that I have uh, frequented – have done pretty good job of of keeping you moving through the line. And in fact, um uh one place in particular, I'm shocked at how quickly it's, they almost don't have a line at the place because they get you in and out so quick now. Um I mean the last couple of times I've been there, there's not been a line and I've looked at it going, Are they open? Yeah. You know? And well, then ironically I went through their drive through the other day when we were having that hurricane coming in. Uh and they weren't open. I drove through the drive-thru, and it was like, oh, they had shut. They, oh. hey, but you know what? That shows you how they take care of their employees, right? They said, hey, we don't think yeah. it's going to be anything, but it might be. Everybody stay home. And so they just yep. closed their store.
1: Yep. You know? Well, that's, that's that's good. Well, now, I, that's I just
0: went the... to, to a different drive-thru <laughs> to get my food because other places were open. Um, yeah. And and where we happened to be, I know there are people that, that were, you know, that were – had homes damaged and there was other issues with with the hurricane that came through southern california last week but where we were we basically got drizzle all day we got a sum total of about an inch of rain and i don't think a branch moved on a tree because of wind so yeah you know it was well, just we had, a drizzly un- day un- for us
1: uh, yeah until yesterday they changed where they changed the forecast we had a hurricane headed our direction and mm-hmm. so well, we were worried because alex your nephew or your cousin is coming he's my nephew no, not your cousin he's your nephew i'm sorry that's coming in friday morning early so i have to be down at the airport at five right. o'clock and that was the night that the hurricane was supposed to be here right you know uh, and so uh I, but now it's friday morning is going to be beautiful yeah uh, because it turned but anyway uh
0: which begs the question is he going to be there next monday
1: uh next monday uh yeah he's gonna be here for a week
0: okay so we can ask him if he wants to participate or we can put off recording or you can just say we're gonna record and he can go do his own thing for a little while
1: oh we could couldn't i'm just gonna say we'll
0: we'll throw that out there to him um i know in the past he's had some concerns about doing it but he might we'll see if he wants to join us
1: yeah i don't even know if he's ever listened to us and talked about these kind of things
0: yeah i don't know I I,
1: so. I think his reluctance is, is he works in uh, software, and it's all classified. Yeah, no, and, I I know
0: that's what his just, reluctance is. But you know, if he listened to our podcast, it's, he would know that we don't talk about that kind of stuff at all. You know, <laughs> so I mean, we 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 only <laughs> yeah, talk no. about what's what's you know we'll, in we'll the get, public we'll knowledge and, and say, okay,
1: Alex, now what what is what is that? Is that secret?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, well, you know. Don't tell us anything about the iPhone that you already know.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know,
0: and I have no idea. I mean, I would I would guess that he probably doesn't have anything to do with iPhones or anything like that. But you know, it, you know, there are people who have pre-release stuff from Apple, and they have to sign disclosures and stuff, and so. Uh it's funny cuz I've heard them on other podcasts and they're usually very cagey about like they're not even supposed to acknowledge whether or not they have signed a non-disclosure that's part of the non-disclosure so you know it's like <laughs> I can neither you know confirm nor deny, deny. kind of yeah. type of type of responses yeah. and so it's like eh whatever you know but anyway yeah. I mean we I would certainly welcome him if he wanted to but if he's not comfortable that's fine too um but uh anyway yeah, I, I when it with these these cases. It, I will keep an open mind until I see what they are. But if these pictures are truly pre-releases of what these cases are going to look like, I don't think I'm interested. I don't. Yeah, want... it's just
1: total rumor at this point. I guess yeah. with these guys. Uh, I mean,
0: the two pictures are from two different sources, and both of them look like actual cases that they have in their hand. Not that they couldn't be right. faked, but uh, they don't look like something I want. I'm just looking yeah. at the, you know, the material looks like it's got like a suede type stuff to it. And I'm like, nope, don't want that at all. Um, so, but that's me, yep. you know. Um, yep. Other things they've been talking about, the uh, uh, update to the Watch Series 9. Um, technically, this is supposed to be a watch that they're saying may actually have the 3-nanometer processor in it because the uh, underlying processor that is in the system on a chip in the watch has not changed since the Apple Watch 6. So yeah. the system on a chip has changed from the 6 to the 7 to the 8, but the underlying CPU is exactly the same, so they haven't picked up any processing speed. So if they go to the... Um, S, If the S9 truly has the core from the newer process, then the watch should get better battery life and things like that. But... Well. Uh, you know, unless there's something that they just shock the world with is so significant, I can't see upgrading.
1: Yeah, it's, it's the, the processor really doesn't matter to me uh, as long, you know, it's going to have, have adequate speed Yeah, uh, no matter what when you get it from Apple. Uh, so I'm yeah i'm totally uninterested in their uh yeah what kind of processor it really Unless has they come out and
0: say hey this watch will now na- or this watch will now be fully standalone doesn't need a phone you can use it with carplay you can use it you know with your hearing aids it now replaces no, the phone
1: they'll, no they'll, they want to maintain this attachment because there's they know there are people like like me that would maybe get rid of yeah. one of the devices and you know what they'll that, do is they it, they'll back. say
0: you can they'll they'll when they do come out with a phone that'll their a uh, watch that'll be standalone, it'll be for their like ultra phone that costs eight or nine hundred dollars by itself. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Right. So we
1: can still get our Yeah, yeah it's right. like
0: okay, fine, you don't have to buy a watch, you can buy a phone, but the only phone that will let you or oh, you don't have to buy a phone, but the only watch that'll let you do that is the uh, the top end watch that costs a lot of money. So we're not yeah. losing anything.
1: Yeah, now yeah. they mention uh, new uh, new bands here too. But I don't see anything suggesting any new features that come with the band other than
0: some yeah. design and they the material, come out with they know? come out with new bands like couple you know they have like a fall and a spring line every year. So Yeah. Like okay. I I would be shocked if they didn't have new bands. Apparently there are also rumors that the uh, AirPods Pro case will have a USB-C at connector instead of lightning which again they're that's obvious they're going to that with everything so whether it happens now or happens later we all know it's going to happen
1: i, I put mine on a on a magnetic stand and use the so i don't plug my in charger anyway. yeah
0: that's what i use most of the time too i don't really plug them in very often um the uh, iphone 15 oh the color matching cables where i talked about that and again in my mind kind of a don't care but whatever Oh, a Thunderbolt cable accessory. This is interesting. They're saying that the Pro models of the iPhone 15 may not just be USB-C. They may also be usb 4, which includes Thunderbolt capability. And so for people who are taking lots of pictures, you might want to get the Pro because, A, it has better cameras. It has three cameras instead of two. But you could also then download the data off the phone super fast at uh, 40 gigabits. A second uh if you have the uh lightning or the thunderbolt cable rather and so you know that would be a differentiator for the pro phone i think Because oh, it right-
1: took lots and lots of pictures you know
0: yeah. yeah well and if that's you know there are people who do take lots and lots of pictures and 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 video and but, but right still, now, that has to, you know, as many megabytes as or gigabytes as it is, it syncs up to the cloud and then syncs out to your other devices eventually. But that's maddeningly on, out of your control. If I yeah, want something on from this device on that device right now, there's no way for me to do it yeah. unless I were to send it. And if it's too large, Apple says you can't send it. So, you know, although you can use the... Um, The air share, if the two devices are right next to each other or in the same room, you know?
1: Right,
0: right. But even then, it's going at Wi-Fi speeds, which is significantly smaller. And if you're shooting 4K video and you've got, you know, 30 minutes of video, you could be drumming your fingers for a while. So this is – it makes sense. I I think that – for and it would be the thing you would keep in the Pro and not in the standard phone, right? And and it's
1: it's only for for the guys who get away from home. See, I sit at home most of the time, so mine just goes Wi-Fi
0: right transfer right yeah but i mean if you're out shooting video somewhere and you know on you know uh, camping and you shot a lot of video during the day and now you want to download that offload that to a to a uh a hard drive or to your laptop or something this would be the way to do it so it makes you know it's it's limited use but it's limited use Cover but for those who need it they would certainly know they they would need it you know and they would say yep that's a big a big deal. So yeah.
1: Well ultimately though I, I think uh, the the goal is to get rid of all all plugs you know it should all
0: Well for the average char- person charging everything. Yeah, I think that's what Apple Apple has tried to do but I think what they've done is they've learned they have to backtrack a little bit. They have to say we have to have two different plans here. One is for the average person, and the average person can use AirShare and Wi-Fi and not have any cables, nothing's connected, and all just happens magically in the background, it syncs up through iCloud, and everything works great. And for the average person, that's probably mostly fine. But there are always, you know, these, uh, a fair number of high-end users for every device that push the limits of what that device can do. And, you know, these are your people that fall under what they, you know, Apple calls the Pro, right? These are the people who need, yeah. the, they need the MacBook Pro. The Air isn't good enough. You know, they need the Apple, you know, the desktop Pro or, or now the Studio because the, the the basic devices are not good enough for what they're doing. And, you know, they, they legitimately have a reason to want to do it the way they're doing it. You know, like I said, if you shot a whole bunch of 4K video, Sending that over wireless is going to just kill mm-hmm. your your process. You have to sit around drumming your fingers waiting before you can do anything with that video. Whereas if you have this cable, you can dump that video onto your laptop and start editing it editing it immediately. You know, yep. and if and if you're a professional videographer and you're using the phone to shoot some nature video, you don't you want to That is wait.
1: everybody's. And that is that is just about everybody's camera these days. 99. Yeah, nine point nine percent.
0: Yeah, I mean there are some you know high end pro cameras where you're shooting you know six K or eight K video and then you can crop it down to four K for most yeah. uses, but but there are a lot of professional videos that are being shot on iPhones these days, um, yep. and uh, you know if you're using it that way, time is money. You know if yep. you're sitting around drumming your fingers waiting before you can start editing you've wasted a bunch of time where well, you could have been doing well, something productive
1: well we've got we've all gotten spoiled with speed yeah you know yeah that's what it really comes down to
0: <laughs> yeah but you know me snapping a few pictures when I'm out and and I mean I yeah. I take you know I don't take as many pictures <laughs> as the the selfie generation but I take a lot of like uh nature pictures and stuff when I'm out I like that that's I'm, I'm you know I'm a I'm a,
1: yeah.
0: a, a a serious hobbyist when it comes to photography, and I've got a fair number of standalone cameras that I use, and I enjoy photography. Um, it it I have noticed that, like, when I take pictures on the phone or I take pictures on my camera and then upload them, say, to my iPad, then I can't go and edit them immediately on my other devices. I can't walk in and use my Mac to then start, do it because it takes a while for that stuff to sync out and sync back down to the different devices and yeah. it's just it's slow and there's yeah. literally no way i can go to a device and say prioritize this apple doesn't give yeah. you that kind of control you know i can't say yep. if apple wanted to do that then i think the wireless would make more sense if i could say yep. i'm uploading this on my ipad and i want you to prioritize syncing the cloud on my mac right now you know But they'll say, oh, we'll do it when there's idle time and the CPU's not busy doing other stuff, you know? It's like, I've got no control. If I could go into my Mac and say, sync now, pull down these pictures right now. In fact, pull down the thumbnails of all of them and let me tell you which picture and which video I want on this device right now. I would love that, but I don't have that control. And Apple doesn't seem to be in any hurry to give that to to the pro-level people, you know?
1: Yeah, I, I was just thinking the other night that I need to get out my, my Sony cam, video cam. Mm-hmm. You know, I bought that back when I started RVing. Yeah. So it's getting kind of old, but it's a really good video camera.
0: I remember when and, you
1: bought it. And, and I could, well, what makes it really good is it's got this wonderful optical zoom. Right. So, you know, you can get right up close with pictures. Yep. Uh, that that uh, be- better than just about any camera, even still cameras, it's got... The, the, the zoom picture and so what I like about it is even then when you get done if you, you can, can you know go grab stills out of it and yeah. sometimes sometimes you want just one still out of some long stretch of video that yeah. uh, is just really nice because mm-hmm. in many cases you know you it's like st- taking many many still pictures to be sure you got it right and got the right pose and stuff yeah generally you don't have to worry about it with a video because you can grab one of those frames and they're pretty close to what you wanted if not perfect you know yeah
0: yeah well and and you know you get to the 4k quality image and it's 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 yeah it's not a 20 megapixel image but it's a you know it's a really good quality photo Yep. you know especially if you're viewing it on screens anyway you know if you wanted to blow it up for a print you're not going to make a poster out of it no, but, no, no. But if you're viewing it on a screen, let's face it, an iPad, is... your iPad or your phone is where most people view photos these days. Um, right. You know, it's perfectly good for that.
1: So anyway, I'm going to get mine out and get my, my batteries charged and play around with it a little mm-hmm. bit.
0: Well, if you because haven't used it in a few years, you might find that you're going to have to buy some new batteries because those might not hold a charge anymore.
1: Yeah, I was wondering about that. I haven't,
0: yeah, haven't used it. I actually still have the first digital camera that I bought, a really interesting uh, sort of vertically oriented uh, Fuji camera that uh, I remember you gave me a hard time because it was uh, Porsche design. The Porsche design house did the design of the physical camera, and you Mm. teased me about that being sort of a a Porsche file. But uh, I still have the camera. I went to go use it the other day. And uh, just to play around with it and found the batteries were dead. So I went online and found that you could still buy a battery for it. So I bought mm-hmm. a battery for it and charged it up. And it works fine. Uh, what I found was much harder to find was the form factor for the memory cards because this was a form factor that's no longer in, in manufacturer. Luckily, I yeah. still had a couple of them and they worked. I was able to format them and use them. Um,
1: speaking speaking of Porsches, I just happened to watch the Porsche electric car video the other day. I was yeah. kind of
0: interesting. They they just they they announced a uh, a uh, design thing where it's it's an all electric supercar. Um yeah. They haven't said whether yep. they're going to make it uh, in production or not. But the idea was they were going to make the fastest car to get around the the full circuit at the Nuremberg Ring. You know, being sort of hometown kids, they don't want uh, the, uh, there's a Mercedes AMG and then the Tesla uh, Plaid are the two that um, hold the records for the fastest um, vehicles right now. And and I don't think Porsche likes that too much.
1: Well, I I saw another video that I was kind of shocked by. And that is, is that Germany uh, is, is the primary country country that depended on auto manufacture, uh, and they manufacture cars for other European uh, as well, they have such a problem with having ener- adequate energy now because of the cutoff of the, of the pipeline from Germany that Russia. they're now, they're, they're now make, digging into coal or transferring back to coal power as yeah. fast as they can because they can't run their manufacturing uh, plants. Yeah. So it's it's a it's a real stressful situation yeah. over there.
0: Well, and they've got a very strong green contingent in Germany too, and so uh, they did not make much of an investment in in nuclear energy like France did. So France right. has not been dependent on Russia for out, or at least as dependent on Russia for fuel, because yep. they've got a pretty strong electrical g- grid because they built out their their uh, nuclear energy systems. Yeah, so. Germany
1: is really really unhappy happy with the U.S. now
0: because yeah. of that
1: whole situation, you know. So anyway, we we're on the verge of losing an ally, I think.
0: Yeah. Well, by the same token, they've also been pretty adamant in supporting Ukraine. I think they have a yeah. healthy fear of of a big, strong Russia too. So.
1: Oh yeah! Oh oh yeah! Oh yeah!
0: So you know as a as a supporter of Ukraine, that's that's what cost them their relationship with Russia, not the US. Yeah. So yeah. but so anyway. Uh, yeah, yep, there's problems around the world to be solved. So so apparently they're saying that the iPhone fifteen and iPhone fifteen plus, non pro versions, will also be available in light green
1: okay. Well, I'm a green guy. I love green.
0: I actually do, too. Okay. That's one of my favorite colors. And, if they, you know, if it was in the Pro, I would go cool, but I'm not interested in the non-Pro phone, so,
1: yeah.
0: you know, it's like, okay, great. You know, the Pro phone comes in, you know, it used to I be black say, and white, right? Now it's in, in, in silver and space gray, but...
1: You know, I, I was going to say when you were going on and on about the Pros uh, that needed... The, the, the pro line uh, mm. that includes a whole bunch of techies too who don't really need it. They just want it. <laughs> that's true. That's true. There's a whole bunch of
0: you know Apple fan folks that just you know don't have any real need for that. But if they're going to buy it, they just want the best one, right? Yeah. You know. That's right. And I'll admit, I I fall into that category as well. I mean, you know, I but me too.
1: I I still have the want for those kinds of things. But then yeah. finally, I'm just saying. I can't justify it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and
0: that's it. They keep, at some point they, they lose that group because they just keep bumping the prices up till finally somebody just goes, you know what? As much as I want the latest and the greatest, I can't justify spending that kind of money. That's just too much, you know? And so those guys that upgrade every year will become guys that upgrade every two or three years. I, and I think if you don't upgrade every year, You don't just go to like upgrading every other year. You then go to upgrading, like, I don't know, every three or four years when the one that you've got doesn't work for some reason. Right. Right. You know, unless they can convert you over, like they did me, to the uh, Apple Upgrade program where you just, you know, you just pay in a monthly fee and you get the latest and greatest. Doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, it's like, I don't care. I just get the newest one every time it comes out.
1: Yeah. Doesn't
0: change my monthly expenses all that much. So, yeah. We'll see. So Samsung has released the Viewfinity S9. Boy, that's a loud, big name there. S9 5K display in the US, finally. Um, yeah. You know, and it's funny, too, because the 5K display doesn't seem to be that big of a deal in the PC world. But in the Mac world, 5K, uh, if you're going to well, go up over 24 inches, 5K, you
1: yeah, have to go to 5K.
0: The... Yeah, well, you have it's to get so... 5K to get the what they call the retina display, right? Right, so this right. is a 27-inch, and so in order to get retina quality, get enough pixel density to be what Apple considers retina displays, you have to go to a 5K, which is what Apple sells. They have the 5K, and then they've got that 6K Pro display that's
1: $6,000. And and I think it's because of these high-res displays that Apple has kept its niche is in the computer markets. I mean, because window computers they just aren't worth putting high rows on the secretaries are using those for word processors you know that's yeah that's yeah the volume yeah. that's the volume market they're after.
0: yeah you know but you know i mean like the imac it's a 24 inch computer 24 inch screen and that's yeah that's you know at the the high the pixel density they call that a pro res display so apple doesn't sell anything that's not pro res display um but you know, LG makes their LG Ultra Fine 5K at 27 inches, and now Samsung's mm-hmm. coming out with this to sort of compete in that market. But they're all seem to be about whether you get Samsung, LG, or Apple. They're all in that fifteen hundred to sixteen hundred dollar price range for a 5K 27-inch monitor. So it's just a matter yeah. of like which one has the ports and the the look that you like, and you know. And I, yeah. I suppose if you're driving it with an Apple device it's probably going to just work better with the Apple stuff than it will with somebody else's. But, but, uh, you know, I don't know if I, I don't know how much of a draw that is for people who are non Apple. You know, if you're running it with a video game or a gaming machine or a PC, like you said, for, for an office machine, it doesn't make any sense at all uh, to spend that kind of money for a monitor. Uh, but,
1: I, I suspect that the, there are some places in the Apple or in the uh, PC market where they uh, support support uh, a higher resolution. Yeah. I just haven't looked at it. But well, the, but, the OS hey, supports and it, and I
0: suspect most of the hardware supports it on the Windows side. The thing is, is it's just never been a thing there that much, right. you know. But, I you know, like you said, it's, it's, it's probably – there are niche users of Windows – PCs for things that I mean, there are people who do Photoshop and 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 video editing on PCs, and they want highest right. quality monitors they can get as well. So,
1: yep, they just buy another motherboard and plug it in. You know, I mean that that's that's always been the way in the PC world. Yeah, it, but I don't, I,
0: don't... I I would bet that most of the motherboards that are out there and and I know the operating system supports it already, so it's it's just not been. I don't think there's been a large market there because most of the people in the PC market don't need a monitor of that quality and size. you know. Right. And but the only reason of... that Macs do is because that's been a selling point for Macs, right? Apple decided that's yeah. what they're going to put in them. So that's the standard on the Mac side.
1: Well, and, and the Macs don't allow you the flexibility in the hardware side to just put a motherboard in things anymore either. Right. So, you know, they have to support it. Directly. Yeah,
0: but if you want an external monitor on your, um, you know, your Mac mini or your, uh, you know, uh, for a laptop that you're using, like, you know, as a clamshell or something, uh, you know, you can plug in a 4K TV if you want. You can, you know, it, yeah. you don't have to have a, uh, you know, a 5K ultra fine monitor. Right. You can could, you could use a lower quality monitor if you want. Um, so, in fact, that's I'm using a 4K TV right now as my monitor Mm -hmm. from my device here in my office and you know i guess the argument could be made that a 5k would be sharper but i look at this and go i don't know that i would know the difference this looks pretty darn good to me (laughs) (laughs) i'm happy with it you know the smallest type is is legible and easy to read and uh and it's a big screen and it was dirt cheap comparatively speaking yep the only thing I would say about it, and I don't know whether it's the TV or the Mac or the interface between the two, but every once in a while, the screen will just go black, and about three seconds later, it comes back on. It's like it does hmm. a resync or a reset or something. Hmm. Doesn't happen a lot. I mean, it might happen well, once. Probably a,
1: probably a built-in feature for, to avoid frying some pixels or something. Yeah, you never, you know, never once know. every
0: two or three days, it seems to happen. Uh, you know, and I, when it does, I just pause, don't move my mouse or click on anything, wait a second, and then it comes back on and everything's fine. But it's weird. It's been that way for, I don't know, I've had this set up probably for a couple of years now. Yeah. Go figure. Well,
1: with with any kind of a display device, ultimately, uh, there's some that's much more susceptible to the burn-in thing yeah. uh, than others. But but it's always been an issue to worry about. So because you can't just depend on people moving stuff around. So yeah. there's it's either that or blink it off occasionally.
0: Yeah, and I don't know whether it's the circuitry in the in the television that does that, or if it's the you know the, the video I, I driver th- on I, the Mac or. Yeah, yeah it makes I, sense that I, it would I, be in the TV.
1: I, yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. They're protecting their their own device. Yeah. And yeah. the crude TV's way of doing it just. Yeah, hey. uh, blanked
0: the screen. out a while. Yeah. 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 It's a TCL TV, 4K TV. Works great. I've never had any yeah. issues with it. You know? Yep. Yeah. So, in fact, I've got another, I've got a smaller, t- my monitor TV is a 43 inch or something like that. I've got a giant monitor in front of me. And then I've got like a 32 inch TCL TV kind of mounted in the corner that's attached to an Apple TV and to an antenna. And so I use that to watch television on when I'm in here and I'm working sometimes and I'll have that on, mm-hmm. you know, so, yeah, oh, but I could just as easily, given the size of this big screen, I can also just, you know, stick a window in the corner of this screen and watch video there if I wanted. But yeah,
1: uh, yeah
0: I've got options of ways to entertain myself during football <laughs> season. I can have one game on one TV and on another TV, I can have a couple of windows with different games in them and I can watch everything Oh, boy. Except this year, I'm not going to be able to watch everything because they will not get the $400 out of me for the Sunday ticket. YouTube, Uh, I'm not going to do it. That's just too dang much money. I found out that the the bowling alley that I bowl at has paid for Sunday ticket. So if I want to watch my Packers, I will go down to the bowling alley and sit down there and watch my game. (laughs) And I know you can go to probably any sports bar in America and do that too, but I generally don't like uh, sitting in crowded places watching my football games. I like to watch them at home where I can sit in myself. Yeah, me too. The bowling alley, while certainly not quiet, is not going to be as packed and crowded as a sports bar. I think yeah we'll see
1: well Brian and Haley just moved into their new home and they yeah. they've got this uh, their TV in the living room is the same as mine except it's a larger display they get right. the 70 each or whatever yeah or 75 I don't know what it is but it's a little bit bigger than mine mm-hmm. but it's the LG
0: yeah yeah and I know they've been and direct TV users for years it. because he could get the Sunday ticket and watch his beloved uh, uh Pittsburgh Steelers. I wonder—is he gonna get the uh, I the YouTube I TV package so he can watch all the Steeler home games?
1: I, I I don't know. I think yes. He's on YouTube TV. That's what he's on.
0: Okay, he switched so. to YouTube TV so he could get that then. Yep. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I I've, yep. I've thought about it, but it's just it's just they're asking so much for it. I just I just can't pull the trigger. You know, because I did the math, and it's like okay, it's like four hundred bucks. And, you know, there's 17 games. And, you know, if I look at the Monday night games <laughs> and the Thursday games, I'm going to get to watch anyway. And then a couple weekend games. So I'm actually only going to be paying for about 12 games. So $400 for 12 games. So how much is that I'm paying for each game? You know, you, know, you start doing the math yeah. and you go like, I just don't know if I can make myself spend that kind of money.
1: Yep. It all comes down to the bottom line, doesn't it? Yeah.
0: That's why it's called the bottom line. Yeah. I mean, I love cheering for my Packers, but
1: holy moly. (laughs) But, and, but I, and I love my new TV. I I can't believe how attractive it is. I watch crap sometimes now just because it's so, just because it's beautiful. (laughs) It's beautiful crap. Because that you say you that,
0: two. and I immediately imagine like some nature show when you're seeing like you know a moose relieve himself <laughs> or something <Yeah. laughs> like, like that's crap, <laughs> yes, it is, uh,
1: yeah, um, no, I know what
0: you mean though it's like it's it's uh, yeah. the, when you, when you've got a beautiful screen <clears throat> it's it, it watching things like a national geographic show yeah. are just yeah. so amazing and and like the um the uh screen. Blankers that Apple uses on their Apple TV, those slow-motion videos of flying over, you know, farms and fields, and it just, it's it's yeah. gorgeous. It's just yeah. gorgeous. I sit and watch the screen blanker sometimes.
1: By the way, I I just ordered and got received my uh, eight DVD set of uh, of oldies uh, uh, country music. Uh, <laughs> I thought you were going to say music. you were
0: you you got your no. Floyd Floyd Kramer's greatest hits.
1: No, no. Anyway, it's country music history. And I got them on Blu-ray because I wanted the quality. For Sure. And and so I, I, that was a risk because I had never since I have had the new television used that DVD player, which has a 3D feature uh, that worked right. with the te- use. Is it a DVD player used or is it have. a
0: Blu-ray player?
1: Well, it's a Blu-ray player.
0: Okay, I was going to say because okay. you said DVD, and I thought, well, if it's a DVD player, those Blu-rays aren't going to do you any good.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well. It, yeah. Well, it's it's a it's a well, it's the high-end yeah. LG play, uh, set, mm-hmm. now, but I wasn't sure it was going to work with my television, and so anyway, uh, I I finally got it to working for the first time, and mm-hmm. oh, that's wonderful. The only problem is I haven't quite figured out how to control the volume on it because the volume thing on the television doesn't control it. Hmm. Uh, so I, I've still got work to do, but I, I think I've lost a, a, a remote control. That was how I controlled that yeah, player. Yeah, it had its
0: own separate remote.
1: It had its own separate remote, and I thought I this remote that I have over there for it uh, would do that. Well, it'll do the everything except it. the one peep button that's missing is it, is to pop out the lid. I have to go up, but you have to be close to it to pop the lid anyway. Mm-hmm. So it's not a problem. Yeah, because they remotely, to,
0: po- uh, you know, opening it up to get the DVD well, out doesn't do you any good when you're sitting on the other side of the room. You physically need to be there anyway. So,
1: but 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 I think that was on the remote that came with it, and it's not on the remote that I have.
0: Yeah, that I was how remember, I d- I seem to remember that as well because I we were there and I think we watched a DVD or a Blu-ray or something at Christmas one year a couple years back. And, and so, I remember so using I'm, that device and it, you're right, that remote had a, an eject button on the remote.
1: Yeah. And, and I'm thinking that when I gave away the television that I actually gave away the, the remote for the
0: DVD <laughs> with it. Oh no. <laughs> uh,
1: but, I, but, but she's our maid. and so I'm going to ask her if she has a, uh, a open the door or whatever the button on the yeah the controller. eject button. And I'll trade her because I gave her the wrong remote, you know?
0: Yeah. Well, if they're the so, same brand, sometimes they look a lot alike. And, you know, sometimes the manufacturers, when they give you a DVD remote, they, they, that remote can also double for the TV so that you could use just one. But, yeah, you know, that doesn't mean that they so, both – the TV itself probably didn't um, – yeah. You don't have control so anyway, to run though.
1: Anyway, I I know where that TV is and I'm sure she'll give it back if it's the wrong remote. Yeah. And I'll, I'll give her another one in exchange or something, yeah. you
0: know? Yeah. Well, maybe you should reach out to her and say, hey, can you just bring it with you so we can test it and see if that's the case?
1: Yeah. I don't know if she leaves her husband at home or somebody who'd need it, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, so I'll find out. Yeah. However, in the meantime... Uh, yeah. Time
0: is, so it's... it looks like Apple is getting ready to do an overhaul on the iPad Pro. In addition to putting a new, uh, a new um, keyboard on it that we'll all have to buy again if we want. Yep. But, uh, they're. Uh,
1: well, I'm about ready to. To pop with a with a new iPad Pro because it'll have hopefully the the new m
0: uh, M3 in it. Yeah, that's the rumor is that these will be M3 chips in the iPad Pros. The iPad Pros seem to be kind of keeping up with the with
1: the, uh, the Max
0: right? in terms of like the latest and greatest of the chips, and then that sort of trickles down to the rest of the iPad line.
1: Yeah, because the only M1 chip I've got is is in my laptop right now.
0: Right. Yeah. And, and neither of us have an M2. So, you know, that was sort of an incremental thing. This M3 is a, you know, a different die. It's going to be significantly (laughs) different. Right. So let's, yeah, I'm with you. I think the M3 is going to be kind of exciting and the iPad is probably the next thing that we'll see it in. Well, and obviously the the same generation of the phones will have the latest uh, uh, technology in them as well.
1: Yeah, so. all, all this article deals with is some model numbers that don't matter to me. Uh, who, but So it doesn't really say anything that's uh, informative other than that.
0: Yeah, it's funny because the Mac Daily News is where we got this article and they say that their take is, is, you know, the question is, will Apple's best iPad ever by a large margin reinvigorate the tablet sales uh, for the world's most valuable company? Because apparently the iPad sales have kind of... Dr- you know, been drooping a little bit. I think part yeah. of that though is because when they introduced the M1s to the Max, you know, yeah. people were spending their money getting upgrading to get to the new architecture and off of Intel. Uh, and so, you know, they just weren't doing the peripheral stuff that much. And so, you know, cause a lot of, let's face it, a lot of people don't have a lot of that stuff and they just don't upgrade it. But the techie people We'll probably come back and start buying upgraded iPads at some point as well. You know. Yeah. It just depends, well, you know. It's funny. I, the, I Go ahead. The
1: big thing I really want on the iPad Pro is I'd like to get the new power supply and but mostly just a new battery. Yeah. My, you know, I got this iPad from you, so it was old already.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think <laughs> I you know, got how? it about a year old and, and it's it's at least four years old now. In terms of, like, their upgrades, because yours is pre-any of the M chips. But I I
1: uh, sit with it plugged in more than I want.
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I mean, my my go-to iPad is an iPad Air 4, which is one generation old right now. The iPad Air 5 is the current generation. Um, And... I'm actually very happy with that. You know, I don't have a big need to to change that one out. There's nothing that it doesn't yeah. do yeah. that I feel like I need an upgrade to, you know.
1: The only thing is that the pros are pretty expensive, so I don't want to spend that kind of money every day, you know.
0: <laughs> right, yeah, they cost as much as a laptop, especially if you buy yeah. any of the peripherals, the keyboard or anything. But you should the the the, the pencil should be... Able to be used on both, and you don't yeah. really use it as a keyboard. If you're going to use a keyboard, you get your laptop out. So, you know, right. you just need the device. Yeah, I think right. the one that a, that you're using was introduced in 2015 and is a. Uh, I don't know. Wait a minute. That's the, that's the one you replaced, the 2015 one. I think it's a 2017. Yeah, it's a 2017. Is that what it is? Probably. Think, yeah. yeah. It's the. And
1: we're at 23 now, so that's a. That's getting old.
0: Yeah. Five years. Yeah, five, six years. So it's time to... Is that right or is it the 2018 one? i have to look and see. Only... I'm looking at... Uh, I, I'm using the Mac Tracker uh, app, which I like. it. It is not yeah. the... Okay, it's not the 2017.
1: Well, is that right? The...
0: So... Uh, it's the 2018 model because that's the one that got rid of the button. Oh. So it's a 2018. So it's... Yeah, well, five years old. Yep. They sold it from October of 2018 to March of 2020. And mm-hmm. I think I sold it to you just after that. So it was like in uh, like May or June of 2020. So it was one generation old at that time.
1: Well, it was an upgrade from what I had.
0: Yeah, yeah, because your previous Mac, you had the 12.9-inch the uh, iPad A- uh, Pro, but it was the one that still had the touch ID and the finger button and the wider uh Yeah.
1: I don't know. even know I wonder what happened to that. I don't even know why. you
0: had you had prepped it to give to somebody you knew through the church and then I thought you said you had gotten it back, but there was an issue that somebody had forgotten a password or something, you couldn't get into it, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. I I, I had to th- I threw it away, I think. We we locked had a brick.
0: Yeah, you because couldn't of get the into password. it. So yeah.
1: I, I was going to give it to my friend that uh, is disabled and uh, he forgot the password. Yeah. I forgot that I was working with him at the time and he upgraded supposedly from his, his old iPad, which was not a 12 incher. Uh-huh. And uh, anyway, it was it was a mess because he was doing things and not telling me. And then I said, well, did you write him down? No, he. I re- remember it, you know. Yeah, well, well no, he you didn't. didn't. <laughs>
0: Surprise! So, yeah. yeah, that's that's really terrible because he, he basically destroyed a an expensive piece of hardware that was Yeah. now, like you said, a brick, which is frustrating. But, Apple
1: uh, One ad handwritten by Steve Jobs sells for $176,000 for an Apple One. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's an ad.
0: It's an ad. It's not even the, it's not even, it's, it's just ad. a piece of paper Holy that. Holy uh, cow. That Somebody's he, crazy. Yeah. I don't know. Collectors, you know, there's no accounting for collectors. Collectors can be yep. nuts. Yeah. So. So. Anyway more stuff about anyway. the colors I don't really care about that that much oh this was interesting Dolby Atmos uh, will use your speakers to expand your living room so the in- interesting thing for me was that uh, that um, TCL has something called flex connect and what they do is they use microphones and speakers in your television to basically map out your room and if you've got ec- uh, some extra speakers that that use this Flex connect technology they'll wirelessly balance the sound to give you the best sound you can out of the speakers that are available and apparently Samsung has the same thing called Q Symphony and Sony has one called Acoustic Center Sync i wish there was a standard somebody should come out with just a standard from Dolby Dolby who does this um yeah. and Dolby should just say look we've got this wireless standard and and you know we will we will automatically you know, audio scan the room and connect in additional speakers. I mean, imagine a world where you can take your, your smart speaker, like, you know, say the, the home kit speakers, the home pods, yeah. and I can set, you know, one in the center in front of the television and that becomes a center channel speaker. And I set one, you know, two behind me and those become rear channel speakers. And, you know, and just where I put them in the room, they figure out, which sounds should come out of that location to make it sound the best. And they do well, it all by this, themselves. I don't have to do anything. I don't have to run any wires, you know.
1: Yeah. If you just, if you just heard me talking about my LG TV, you'll know that I'm not in market for a TV anytime soon. So this whole thing, <laughs> even though TCL is trying to sell TVs, right. is probably a really good idea.
0: Uh, yeah. You know, LG co- by the way by- is called Wow Orchestra. Wow. Talk about weird naming. Uh, wow Orchestra works the same way on LG TVs. So if your TV supports oh. Wow Orchestra, then if there's Wow, if you buy LG sound systems that support Wow Orchestra, then they will automatically uh, work with uh, spreading your Dolby Atmos around your room.
1: Well, so, these are su- these are sound bars that work with LG TVs.
0: Well, it's not just soundbars. It's also separate speakers that you can set, like for rear channels and different places in the room. But the thing is, is that uh, they they automatically connect to each other and then identify um, oh, see, which I one see, should be yeah. playing which sounds because they can. You know, make a sound, and then the microphones in the in the television will say, "Oh, that sound's coming from over there," so that speaker should get these sounds. And you know, and so I love oh. the, the idea and the concept because then you know you don't have to set up a, a a sound system for your television. Like right now, if you buy a speaker bar with a few extra speakers and a and a subwoofer, you have to set them in locations where they say this one is supposed to be, and you have to make it sort of work in your room. But wouldn't it make mm-hmm. more sense for the speakers to basically work in conjunction with the source of the sound and say okay I can kind of tell where you're at based on the sounds that you're making so you'll get these sounds and you'll get these sounds and it should just do all that automatically you know mm-hmm. I mean yeah. when Apple introduced the the HomePods the original HomePods and they've and it, and subsequently they do it with with their big and their small HomePods you know they've got a bunch of microphones and speakers in there and when you set them yeah. up in a room one of the things that they do is they sort of sonically map the room. They make sounds at different frequencies, some of which you can't even hear, and they then adjust the sound that they play to the room that they're in. As they start playing music, they're listening to it with their own microphones and saying, what am I hearing based on what I'm playing? And then they adjust the sound to fit that room to make it sound the best. And that technology should be built into not just a HomePod or a pair of HomePods, but a whole group of speakers. I, you know, And they should be a standard. Yeah. So I could go buy it from any manufacturer. I could just go set speakers in my room and they will all recognize each other and recognize what part they're going to play in making the sound in that room sound the very best it can. Do,
1: do, do you think the TV manufacturers want to comply with standards when they've come up with a concept to sell their TVs? Well, Heck
0: no. But I think <laughs> that the fine folks at Dolby as the standard for this Atmos sound that they're all using, Dolby could come out and say, and here's the standard. And speaker manufacturers would say, hey, here's our chance to sell speakers. We will tie into that and our speakers will automatically... So don't go by a sound bar from LG or Samsung or Sony, go buy a speaker from a speaker manufacturer who knows how to make good speakers that will automatically tell where it is in the room and give you the best sound possible. And the more speakers you, spent, you you use in the room, the more of them will understand that they're now part of a group and how to work and how to give you the best sound in the room. And if somebody yeah. does that, they're going to sell a shit ton of speakers. Well,
1: well basically, <laughs> Dol- Dolby did invent it and that's that's what, that's. Flex Connect is their technology that will debut on TCL's 2024 television line. So Dolby is working with with TCL to do this.
0: Oh, okay. So this is what I wanted then. Dolby explains Flex. Yeah. Okay, okay. I misunderstood. I thought Flex Connect was a was a TCL thing. It's a Dolby no. thing. Okay, I got that. So what's going to happen here is then hopefully that others will take advantage of this and start saying we're going to become flex connect speaker manufacturers and and so yep. when you when you then go you know if you have a TV that supports the flex connect dolby atmos then it doesn't yep. matter where you buy your speakers from as long as they support flex connect you'll be able to get the yep. best quality sound
1: yeah flex connect is after dolby atmos flex connect that's the brand
0: Right. Okay. That makes okay. more sense. Okay. Well, then my whole little rant about what I want is exactly what they're doing. Good. Good for Dolby. Yep.
1: Oh, yeah, I thought that'd make you happy, Todd. I wanted yeah. you to understand what this article is saying. Yeah, <laughs> maybe I should actually read
0: the words before I go off. <laughs> yeah, because the, the the quote here is, FlexConnect intelligently optimizes the sound. And somehow I just missed that that was actually a Dolby technology. I thought it was yep. a TCL technology. So it's just premiering on yeah. the TCL thing. So and you know what they're gonna do is Dolby will just build that right into the Atmos. So any TVs that support the Atmos will automatically have to support yep. this as well. So so uh, yeah. yeah, that's great. Because that does mean then that that uh anybody who makes speakers will be able to uh make some interoperability.
1: I bought my TV a little too soon unless they'll allow uh, well maybe maybe an upgrade of the firmware will allow me to use it that way I, I don't know. But I I can do lots of firmware upgrades on my television.
0: Yeah. I
1: mean it's it's like a computer in there.
0: Sure. Well all TVs are that way now. Yeah, the yeah. software upgrades come into them and they and in fact you'll be watching and it'll say, "Hey, stop watching and upgrade your TV now, okay?" <laughs> and you can say no, but then it'll just pop up and bug you later And say, well, stop doing what you actually want to do and, and upgrade now, okay?
1: But, but but you have hit on one thing that, that is funny about this and Or not funny, it's sad, really But because it's become more like a computer It bugs you in ways that you won't believe
0: Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah Well, and in ways you wouldn't believe It's also tracking what you're watching Oh yeah. Everything yeah. you're doing, it's got speakers that listen to you or microphones that listen to you. You know, yeah. don't, you know, don't tell mom or she'll never let you have the TV turned on. Oh, she, oh she
1: knows because course, it's already talked to her.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, and I was going to say it doesn't matter whether the TV's turned on because you don't actually That's turn right. them off anymore. They just shut the screen down, but they're still running. That's so, right. you know, you want to shut them off, you have to unplug them. Yeah. I uh I yeah. read an article and, and the no... other day and I actually and bought there... one. Oh, go ahead.
1: And there is no disabling that sp- that voice in there. I thought that I had it disabled. No, I didn't. There is no disabling
0: it. Yeah, there's no way. Well, you know, that's because yeah. they sell that information to people to make money. That's how they, yeah. you know.
1: That's they, another another profit stream, right? Yep,
0: and, and it's just too sweet for any of the manufacturers to say no. So I actually Mm -hmm. bought a a, uh, watt meter that you plug into the wall and then you plug your device into the meter and it tells you how much energy is being used for that device over a period of time. And uh, it was only like 15 bucks on Amazon and I've gone around and plugged it into different devices. But what made me think about doing that or reminded me, actually, I had thought about it once before but didn't do it, uh, was I read an article about a guy who bought one and then he plugged his TV into it. And what he found out was that it uses just as much electricity when it's not on as it does when it's on. Turning a TV off doesn't save you any electricity whatsoever today because all these TVs are basically computers. And even though the screen itself does use a fair amount of energy, not as much as the CPU and the processors, which are running all the time in the background.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And so he was he said he, he said ultimately it ended up saving him just a little bit of energy, but he says he was shocked at how much energy the TV still uses even when it's turned off. yeah and, uh, I haven't yet plugged it into the television. I moved it around the house and, and I was like trying to figure out you know like especially recently we've been uh, you know hurricane notwithstanding, we've been hitting some pretty hot summer highs and temperatures, and in fact, today here we're supposed to be in triple digits again. And so I was just curious, you know, what are the things that use most of the energy and how much energy do they use? Like I've got some fans that are running and things like that. And I found that the LED light bulbs that I have in my lamps yeah. run, use so little energy that they, they're, they're like 0.00004 kilowatts for, for like 15 hours of use. I mean, almost no energy whatsoever, <laughs> um, you know, and that fans use a little bit. Um and that my refrigerator uses a little bit, but the things that use the most like i've got a uh a room air conditioner in our dining room uses a ton of it, of energy um huh. To r- running the the compressor on a on an air conditioner uses a lot of energy
1: yeah surprise well, surprise i, I, I well while well, you had me on ingadget here who published one of these articles i Happened to scroll down and saw the title: "Scientists strengthen concrete by 30% with used coffee grounds." Now oh, talk I, about I technology. saw an article about
0: that the other day. What 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 was the trick there? Well, it's
1: something about it says uh, the the chemistry in in the uh, materials that it uh, pyrolyzes the materials at 350 to 500 degrees. So the, I guess you have to heat the Thing up a bit when you put a mix them together, mm-hmm. but then by substituting for sand, five, ten, fifteen, and twenty percentages by volume for standard concrete mixtures. So, so that is a substitute for sand in the, mm-hmm. these percentages. Uh, and th- then, then they raise it to a high temperature when they put put huh. make that blend, and so it's it, to kind of a, bake ca- it. Yeah, it, it, it says it won't bind to other materials due to organic content. Or, I'm sorry, Excuse me, let me read the whole sentence. Coffee grounds can't simply be mixed in raw with standard concrete, as it won't bind. Uh, but they explained, uh, the, but in order to make the coffee grounds more compatible, the team experimented with pyrolyzing the materials
0: mm-hmm. at, at, at and, those and, temperatures. I'm not and familiar that, with the word pyrolyzing. That's basically oh, that's like melting. It's
1: <laughs> well, it's heating it a lot. Uh huh. But 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 then, that makes the bond closer because I think while while they got these coffee grounds in there, they're they're maybe burning up or attaching electrically to the other materials and uh, forming these stronger bonds. Uh huh. So that's that's what it amounts to. So the beauty of this is they're, Taking what formerly was uh, something you had to get rid of in the dump, you know, the coffee grounds, now can actually uh, help you make a stronger concrete uh, and uh, has a really beneficial effect because there's some places where the density and strength of that concrete really is a much, very important, you know, and you don't, Fill a landfill as quickly. I don't think coffee grounds fills it that fast anyway, because it seems yeah. to me it would probably degrade and become yeah, dust. You would it's think like it's everything it's, else. Yeah,
0: it's 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 basically a natural. You know, it's it's coffee nuts, right? So <laughs> it's like yeah. yeah, break down pretty quickly. Interesting. Paralysis so any- by the way, is the process of thermal decomposition of materials at elevated temperatures, often in an inert atmosphere. Temperature can be understood as thermal vibration, as high temperatures uh, and excessive vibration causes long-chain molecules to break into smaller molecules. So,
1: Yeah, anyway, uh, organic waste that goes into a landfill decomposes into methane, which is really a bad gas, Mm -hmm. 21 times more potent than carbon dioxide. So by just getting these... These things out of the uh, landfill also helps in that regard.
0: Yeah, unless they were actually going to capture the methane and use it as an energy source, but that doesn't. Well,
1: that they're they they well they're they're doing that in most dumps. Yeah. Every dump has got the pump.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I know they're doing a lot of that these days in in uh, landfills and stuff. They're they're trying to recapture a lot of that. But uh, so anyway, anyway let's, let's kill two birds use with one of something. Stone there. Yeah, exactly. Interesting use. You know, it's like it, I, yep. I wonder if we're going to see like you know, we'll mail you a box, you fill it with coffee grounds, and mail it back to us. And we'll send you ten dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah.
1: no they'll make it instead of we'll have yet another bin to save things in you know that's the, right yeah the,
0: yeah instead of two or three bins out at your curb corpus. now we're gonna have four bins one of them is for just yeah, you know coffee grounds coffee. and things that we can uh we can dump into uh our, or at least
1: uh, there will be one of those for the for the block or something you know uh, i don't cement
0: know collect mixing yeah exactly
1: so they can pick up a bunch of coffee grounds all at once that's funny well, anyway, it's uh, interesting. I just ha- happened to come upon that, and I said, oh, "More technology. You know, everything's yeah. got technology going on."
0: Yeah, it's actually very interesting thought. You know, it's fun to see they're doing things like that. Yeah. I'm sorry, I sneezed there.
1: Well, uh,
0: the only thing that we hadn't it, talked about that I sort of had on the list was something called the analog pocket, which I just thought was interesting because it's a hold on.
1: Okay. At you.
0: I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm using my mute switch real quick. I'm having an allergic reaction to something and starting to sneeze, so uh, won't go long here. But the Analog well, Pocket basically is a $250 device that plays old Game Boy games. So it's basically a Nintendo Game Boy.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm sorry. Well, if you're um, into
1: games and you've got all these little Game Boys laying around. You yeah. To well, when I was, your... when I
0: was, you know, teaching in high school, I had uh, about 15 years ago, kids would come in at lunch with old Game Boys, and they got really into retro gaming, and so there was a lot of retro gaming going on. But, you know, as time goes by, those old Game Boys aren't going to be around anymore. I mean, they have physical buttons and stuff, and they're going to start to fall apart. So uh, it's kind of cool that somebody stepped into the fray and said, well, you know, if you can't find an old one, here, buy a new one.
1: You know what retro gaming would mean to me and my generation? Pinball machines. Yeah. <laughs> That's retro gaming.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, I've I've actually uh, gone with some friends to different places just to play pinball. There's a uh, a bar here in uh, in downtown Riverside that uh, has like eight or nine pinball uh, games. Well,
1: all our bowling alleys have it here. That's where you go to yeah. pinball
0: machines. Well, a Sorry. lot of our bowling alleys have arcades, but very few pinball machines. This place oh. has, like, a row of, like, eight pinball machines, and they actually have a pinball uh, uh, club that comes in or, or uh, league that comes in and plays pinballs, you know, just as a yeah. way to get together. And they—the owner—hold on. Oh, Shoot. Um, The owner uh, apparently belonged to some group where they then swap machines. So he owns some machines, but then others are like, he pays to be part of this group. And so they'll be there for a while. Then they'll pull those out and bring new ones in, which is fun because then you Mm -hmm. get to play different machines every once in a while. Yeah. And so, you know, if you like playing pinball, it's fun to go over there. Um, But the best place to play pinball that I've ever seen is the Pinball Museum in Las Vegas. And uh-huh. basically, it's a big warehouse full of pinball machines, and you can just go in there and buy your tokens. And probably got
1: one of every kind ever built, huh?
0: Tons of them, yeah. And you know, it's it's they call it a museum, but it's very much hands-on. You can go play the machines, you know. So yeah. it's just it's it's if you're a pinball fan and you go, there's that one well, game that I played that one time, it was great, and I've never been able to find it again. You might find it there. So if you ever happen yeah. to be in Vegas and you're interested in pinball, I, I give them two thumbs up.
1: Yeah, that sounds so, interesting. Yeah, I I do remember playing some pinball machines and got some that I really liked, and then was annoyed to find that they'd been traded out for a newer one, and yeah. it wasn't as good.
0: You know? Yeah, yeah. You find a certain game, and you just like the way that game plays, and then and then if it's gone, you're like, well, wait a minute, I don't like this one. I liked that yeah. one. Yeah, and I that's the no one drawback would... at the place that you know at the, the 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 bar there in in Riverside is that, like I said, they swap them out. Every so often, and yeah. so when you come back, the one you like may not be there, um, which is good if you like variety. But if there was a game you really liked to play, you know, <laughs> yeah. you're SOL, I guess.
1: Uh, but I, I, that's the one thing I do remember about pinball is that I played pinball until they got rid of the machine I like. You know, yeah. <laughs> forget it. You know, yeah, going to do exactly. that. Exactly. <laughs> and
0: I think that's probably not <laughs> uncommon. But I will say the one thing about the um, the the place in riverside and the pinball museum which i like is they're also all maintained i can't tell you how many times i've gone to a place and, and like you know oh the well, this flipper doesn't work well or you know a couple of the things that are you're supposed to like go through and score up there don't count they don't score or, oh, you know oh, it's yeah. like it's not fun to play a broken machine
1: no no well being a mechanical device you can understand that i mean that's why they went to electronic machines because oh those, absolutely the, those had to be reg- regularly uh
0: Yeah. No, I get it. But I'm just saying if you're going to have pinball somewhere, you know, if you're a a proprietor of a place that has pinball machines, make sure that they're all working and 100% working, not sort of working. And if they're not, then then hide them. Don't even show them. (laughs) They should not be sitting out on the floor if they don't work, you know, and they certainly shouldn't be able to take coins if, if they don't work. That's just cheating people. Yeah. So anyhow. That's my two cents. I'm with you. I enjoy pinball. It just a real mechanical pinball machine can be a lot of fun. But, that
1: was that was to my my first experience of games, of, you know, in any commercial establishment. I mean, mm-hmm. just they didn't didn't have them before that. Yeah, that I recall. Yeah, I mean hey. the only the the only games were in the pool halls where the guys played card games. You know, right? It was Jim Rummy or one of those kind of games.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I suspect that, you know, those pinball machines, like you said, bowling alleys and bars are probably the places pizza places, you know. Yeah. Arcades. A lot of arcades will have, you know, a few actual pinball machines amongst the the Well, arcades
1: arcades were of your generation. That's when those first came out, you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But uh but an actual pinball machine, you know, like they would call the arcade section of a pizza place the arcade, whether it was Well, it wasn't a standalone arcade where there would be just games, but yeah, yeah. No, a good pinball machine can be a lot of fun. So, so
1: well, arcades go beyond just that kind of game. They'll have the basketball. Oh sure, yeah, they'll have yeah. In fact, it reminds
0: me of sort of like um, the uh, at a fairground or something. You know, they'll have that section of games where you're, you know, knock over the dolls and. You know, Circus Circus in Las Vegas has a lot of that. And they've got pinball sections and things like that, where you can win tickets and then you go turn your tickets in to get a prize.
1: Actually, I, I do think that there were there were uh, uh, the, the game before the pinball machines. I do recall some little bowling alley. There were ten pin games. They weren't bowling,
0: mm-hmm. but or the one where uh, uh, ski ball, where you jump it up into the rings and you can you know, yeah you, the if you can throw it into the small ring, you get like sixty points, and then the slight you know then. A little less, a little less, yeah, a little less.
1: So anyway, yeah. It's interesting. Yeah, to I see remember how those playing like s- ball. Uh,
0: ski ball. I was pretty good at that. I'm I'm good at like aiming type of games. You know, the like mm-hmm. I I remember it uh, when my daughters were younger. We would go to uh, we, whenever we were like in Las Vegas. I would I would go to a Circus Circus and throw a softball at a milk can and win them a big stuffed animal. My daughters mm-hmm. had this like life size, you know, Saint Bernard stuffed animal yep. in their bedroom for years because i wanted to las vegas for them
1: yeah that was a good thing about the carnivals they had these big anim- stuffed animals that everybody wanted yeah yeah and they're you know they're All in the games. way
0: and they're ridiculous but it was just you know yeah it was uh, fun the... to walk around and say i won that right one year yeah my daughters didn't want any more, and i just i just felt like seeing if i could still do it and i went and won like a big um I don't remember what it was, big stuffed animal of some sort. And and my wife and I were walking around as we were leaving, and I didn't want to bring the stupid stuffed animal home. And I saw uh, a couple walking with a little kid, and I walked over and gave her the stuffed animal. and said, one miss, don't want to take it home here. And the little kid's eyes lit up, and the parents were like, what, why are you doing that? And I was like my gift (laughs) walked away and the little kid was just grinning you know (laughs) biggest biggest grin ever so i was happy to make somebody's day that was fun okay well i think are are we ready to wrap i think so the end of episode 143 Wow, I'm August counting. 28, 143,
1: yeah. Well, I'll talk to Alex when he gets here and let you know, Todd.
0: Okay, so yeah, we'll either week. either postpone it a week or we will um, uh, do it Have while a, he's there or we'll invite him it. in, one of those three. Yeah. So you just, you know, okay. you, uh, since he'll be there with you, you guys figure it out and just let me know. But, okay. Uh, anyway, thanks for joining us again. This has been another episode of Generation Tech.
1: Bye-bye.